Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Ask TNA Day, where listeners write in with their questions and we answer them. On today's episode, I can't orgasm with my partner anymore. Should I break up with my new rabbit? Plus, consent. When is she playing? And when does she just mean no? You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome to our 100th episode. <laughs> sort of a strange sound. Ah! I, I just I don't want to be too loud. No, that blow out good. your ear. Um, God, I feel so emotional. This you woman do? sitting in front of me, a hundred episodes. It's been such a ride. It's amazing. Oh. I mean, that's essentially two years of showing up every week to chat with my BFF about <laughs> uh, all things relationships and sex. No, I um, love it. And the cool part is we now have all you lovely people listening, writing in, talking with us. And it's it's awesome, actually. It's it's a complete joy. And I learn and grow from doing this all the Definitely. time. Yep. Yep. So I just want to say thank you to you, T, for being with me on this journey. And to everybody listening, thank you um, for, for being here with us. It's been amazing. Yeah. On that note, um, we uh, we're going to have a party. We but are. We're just in the midst of like T's producing a, a feature film right now, which yeah. she's starring in, and I'm on a script deadline, so things are just manic. Right. So we're gonna have to wait to celebrate. But internally, we're really drinking champagne yeah. right now. And I also um, did try to buy party hats that we were gonna Instagram, uh, which we will do as soon as I find them. But I tell you, <laughs> I went to two stores. WTF? I don't know what's happening in Los Angeles. You can't find party hats. Oh, vey. Oh, it's okay. I I just now a third LA. store popped into my head that I you know think it's just because we have to go to a prop store. Yeah, an official. I don't know. I don't know. It's so just, it's, it's a we're gonna monopoly. make our own where it says hundredth episode anniversary, and we're gonna wear little headbands. Can we get it. boob hats? Oh, sure. Is, there, is that a thing? I don't know, but there should be. I'm sure they're online. Okay, cool. I, if you have any suggestions on our Instagram photo <laughs> really shoot. embarrassing things that we should wear. <laughs> oh yeah, for our uh, yeah for our party. Alrighty. So uh, to check in with everyone, um, YouTube channel. We have a couple uh, little in bed with videos that are really fun from uh, recent guests we had on mm-hmm. and we're posting new videos um so make sure to just subscribe to our new youtube channel we kind of we figured out captioning so that's going to be a thing on our videos now yay um and then also check out lovetv.co where um our content is also uh is now being hosted there and some there's some new uh, new videos that yeah, and they, they have great intimacy topics that's the next bit they have such great information so it's lovetv.co so go go check them out as well mm-hmm. are you ready is i'm ready yeah do I get to read yeah okay she's so excited to read. I was so excited to read everyone's <laughs> writings they're such wonderful <laughs> letters okay so our last advice show we had a request to talk about uh come play as in semen <laughs> and playing with it and uh what are the rules and what's normal and can I just say that after we did that episode I was even more um um uh, 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 attracted to and like hot about come like it's been in my fantasies I'm like 
damn it. It's a good thing, I guess. No, I think it is. I think anytime we talk about certain things on the show, it like elevates it. I remember actually after we did the Cunnilingus show, I ended up having really amazing oral sex with my partner. (laughs) See, it happens. And then (laughs) then, like literally after we did the show, I was with this man who like, I've never seen anything like it. He He had a beautiful penis, but when he came, it was like this and never ending flow of cum that just beautifully poured out of his it was amazing and I'm like wow I have to say I you know I think this show the like talking about things like this it just brings awareness and then when there's awareness you're more medit like you meditate on it more you appreciate it more more, yeah yeah and it's it's awesome yeah so what so someone wrote in uh, referring to that episode um so we thought we'd share it with you because it was very interesting okay loved the show it's my favorite part. <laughs> uh, I just want to tell the story of how I became a cum fan. First off, I'm a 45-year-old man. When I was 13, I learned to masturbate. So I was jerking off and I had not actually come yet, yet gotten close, but never let it go. I went all in this time and was getting ready to come. I had my mouth open and boom, I shot the biggest load I have ever, I had ever had. Uh, what? Sorry. <laughs> Most right. Uh I have ever had mostly right in the mouth and all over my face. That was it. Fought it for years, shamefully eat, eating my cum and coming in my face. Even played with other men in my teens and 20s, but always loved women. When I met my wife and knew I would like to marry her, I figured that I would be honest about my cum fetish and have enjoyed cum play in our sex. That's a whole other story. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to share it because it's such a great example of like overcoming the shame and the fact that he over those years did have shame around it but really now his wife and him are having fun with it yeah and and to me it's really interesting too like the and when I think about like when I when I first started masturbating and like I wonder what little peculiarities or things that I little habits that I started doing right then it's like it's seared into your brain forever maybe I don't know it's interesting yeah, I, I am still the first pretty impressions much of like masturbating the same way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, interesting. So, thank, but you're right. Yeah. So, thank you for sharing. That yeah. Story. Well, and it, I'll say this: if you have a partner who you're afraid to share your cum fetish with, or your or any desire to play with it, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, you know, in some way, you taking the first step can be the empowering thing for them. It's like they're afraid of being judged, or they have anxiety around it. That's true. You know, I well, I just have this funny moment of. I remember a partner who had never eaten his own cum like some of my other partners had, which I found really exciting. But anyway, at some point, some of his cum kind of hit my lips a little bit. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) That was like an accident. It actually was like splatter. (laughs) And and then I, you know, I I think we probably said it on the show, but, uh, you know, and I said, oh, kiss me. And and that was like. It was the door opener. Right. He was like, well, I've never done that before. I've never. Yeah. But it's like giving them permission to step into. Right. Like I desire it. I think it's sexy. So. You know, you're then you get excited about letting me feel that. Right, right. So, yeah. Okay. So it's nice. Yes, but on to the real questions. Here we go. All right. So this is a big topic uh, yes. um, yeah, about the rabbit vibrator. If anyone's not familiar with just the term rabbit. Uh, okay. Greetings, girls. I cannot say how much I love your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I started listening to it, I've become a completely different woman. Your podcast and your education on sexuality has completely changed my relationship. I remember listening. There's a question in here somewhere. Yeah, this is a longer (laughs) letter. Stay with us. Uh, I remember listening to an episode on orgasm or masturbation. And one of you girls said when you got your first rabbit, you had an orgasm within literally seconds. That's me. That was her. That's T. That's T. In college. After I lost my virginity. 
after I heard that I ordered my after I heard that I ordered my first one and sure enough it was awesome since then I've bought three different ones and I need to at least masturbate three times a week as great as this sounds and as much as it is a stress reliever I have a partner of 10 years and the sex life with him is different in a bad way it's been a month and a half now And after a while, I noticed it was taking longer and longer for me to orgasm with my rabbit, but eventually I would. I have even learned to be relaxed enough to be able to ejaculate after listening to your female ejaculation episode. My problem is, or my question is, is it possible to not be pleasured by your partner anymore? Before I began masturbating as an adult, I wanted to have sex almost every night and I would have an orgasm within minutes. I've never been able to have multiple orgasms until I started masturbating. Now that I masturbate, I can never have an orgasm with my partner, no matter how or what position we try, and eventually he comes. It really sucks because I have to lie to him, and part of me thinks he doesn't know I'm lying, but also part of me thinks he does because it's so obvious that I did not get to my max point of climax. Do you girls advise I break up with my rabbit? Is it possible that I've become so used to the vibrating stimulation as well as the penetration that, I, that now I can't have an orgasm without toys when I am with my partner? That was a loaded... Whew. Okay, but you needed all the context. Okay, so first of all, um, it's slightly unfortunate (laughs) that um, because we I feel like whenever we well, okay, when we have done the shows about toys and and when we go in depth more in depth in it, we do always I feel I'm always careful to say this because I feel like I am sensitive to being um, um, becoming dependent on a vibrator overstimulated yeah and I know T has a different experience with toys but so I'm always like no be careful use with caution and um and so and when we did the episode with Jean Franzblau on um you know she mentioned the same thing that it can it can happen happen right that you become desensitized and you know your body gets used to I mean vibration it's a very powerful and different kind of stimulation so but importantly, Jean notes, you know, by easing off of it, you go you, back to normal. You do it's go not, back totally. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's not uh, the end of the world. It's emergency. not like a permanent broken shift. Yeah. So I would advise going like cold turkey, totally pull away and go back to normal, um, normal, quote unquote, like your regular, the baseline you were at before, get back in touch with skin to skin uh, contact and... Um, stimulation because that's what I like I noticed that if I'm using a vibrator for a while and then I or even in the same session then I go and I use my hand it's just it's like an it's a little numb right yeah in the same day though yes but even a- yes in the same day sure but but even after like like that's and that's my indicator that I'm like okay back off and then I I just I won't even masturbate for a little bit and then I'll um I'll only use my hands for a while and right, then, recharging and, a little bit. Like right, if you and then every vacation, now and then use the vibrator. Right, I was going to say, if you have time apart from your partner in general, you're excited again to see them or you come more easily because you're excited. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, something that you just hit on, A, uh, I do find that, um, you're right, if I masturbate that morning and I come three times in a row... Masturbate with it, your hand or the Oh, with a toy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I pretty much only actually masturbate with a vibrating toy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I rarely do. I don't I, do it without. It's like a little treat. Mm. Uh, it is a tr- <laughs> for oh, me. It is a treat for me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. So I use it all the time, and I and but I have to agree that if I think I'm going to be having sex that night with a partner, mm-hmm. um, 
I'm like, well, yeah, maybe I won't make myself come three times. And I would say that that comes down to uh, how much energy you have. I mean, in a day, like it's not that like you can't. your own sexual energy, right. your own body. And, yeah. yeah. And for me, it's like, well, I don't need to come five times. You know, sometimes I'll have like a, a surge of sexual energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I am like a rabbit, you know, and it's like, right. well, I'm going to have sex with you. Fuck yeah, that's true, true. If I'm if I'm having sex regularly I, i'll like save myself kind of you know yeah. uh, and let that sexual energy build right um so i think that can be a helpful thought like yes, oh if yeah. you're gonna have sex i mean obviously sometimes you don't always know and if you're feeling really hot in that moment i would also say i'm sure there is like a, a threshold of excitement at the beginning of having these toys um that maybe That's is okay true. like you know it's cool that you're really excited about the toy and I have to say that, you know, once I got over like this, this shock value of it being like, wow, that was mind blowing. <laughs> you know, it started to be like more normal. And yeah. also, um, and this has been a month and a half since she's been experimenting. Yeah. With this, so it's still yeah. new. Yeah, exactly. So, so I would say maybe don't panic, right. but I can understand that change can be scary. Um, I think it sounds pretty cool what she's discovered. Well, but also, yeah, because she's really pushing her limits. Yes. And she mentioned that now that she's masturbating as an adult, she can have multiple orgasms. Yeah. Um, I think that's a that sounds like a really cool awakening or, you know, shift. Um, But now it's about finding different ways to make that happen now that you've opened up. Right. I agree. I was thinking that exactly, which is. Rather than for me, rather than maybe running away from it, which I would say is, yes, yeah, if you're if you want to make sure that everything's simpatico, you know, you could just stop using the toys for a little bit. I'm just suggesting to bring the baseline back down so you can start new again and pull in. Right. With with this new knowledge, some of it is, you know, working those muscles and concentration and maybe more foreplay with your partner before you start penetration. Um, for me, I know you're saying, hey, like I, I use sex toys a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I, I can't say that I ever stopped orgasming with men because I was using the toys. Um, maybe like I said, if it was like, that's cause you have a voracious appetite. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> maybe yeah, it could maybe. be, but she's apparently does as well. Right. She's having these, I'm just saying it's the, it's just so different for every person. Yes. Um, so I guess what I, I, well, and if it's different for every person, then it's don't panic. It's, you know, try out different things until you kind of figure out what works for you. But mm-hmm. I would just note my experience is I've been okay. I would say that maybe if I had masturbated that day, it might be harder for me to get there with my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I have always needed good, solid foreplay, which Definitely. I think sometimes the best way to get into foreplay would be the massage, which, you know, kind of getting yourself into a hypnotic state with your partner and that thrill and that delicious pleasure I think can help you orgasm in a different way than the toy I mean for me when I use my toys most of the time it's it's kind of a wham bam thank you man you know I don't indulge a lot I just kind of come right uh sometimes I'm enjoying the whole like seduction it's not like a, a long build it's just a Right. Is that what you mean? Yes, exactly. Although since my, I, I sort of, I did that pole dancing class and mm-hmm. I kind of learned how to like move my body more seductively and mm-hmm. I find that it can kind of stimulate myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, know, me too. So in front of a mirror. <laughs> and masturbating. Yeah. And masturbating, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, so playing I'm with like, like. oh, I'm hot. I am turning myself on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll even play like sexy music. Like I really love like FKA Twigs. I don't know if you know what it is. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Is that that's your masturbation song? Lately, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the singer. You know what? 
what? FKA twigs. Okay. I, I feel like it's just feel, sexy and like I feel like electronic. music can, music during sex I love. But music during masturbation to me is a distraction. <laughs> it, it always was. This is kind of a new thing for me. Wow. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to I do using. like candlelight. But I have to say, since the pole dancing class, the pole dancing class says pick a song that inspires you right. and dance to this song and find your sexy in it. Right. right so then right, you're right. using the rhythm and you're sure. using the pacing. For the dancing. Right. To, to pull you into the sensuality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I'm sinking into that. And mm. then I sort of play more with taking my time with the toy and kind of teasing myself seducing yourself yeah it's self-love i call it self it is well i have to say i never really i, I always did it maybe a little bit but not a lot and usually it's like okay i want to get off get so, off but i want to masturbate so i can go to sleep right yeah um or get in the shower and start my day or like move on let's let's like you know, yeah. yeah although lately like there's a porn video i really like and i'll watch it mm-hmm Cause I'm like, oh, that video's fun. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna watch it so I can come. <laughs> the if point of all time. of it. What, oh. what were we talking about? Yes, um, we are. <laughs> uh, we do need to take a break soon. But um, the point of it is, I think that there are variations that can be played with, and I would mm-hmm. say it's not like for me. I don't think it is like you should have never opened Pandora's box. Right. I totally agree. It's not that. <laughs> right. It's really exciting. I think that she's discovered her capacity in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's about even bringing in your partner with and, the toy. Yeah, and I mean, also. I've played with the toys with my partners. Um, it seems to really turn them on. Frankly, like it's fun for them as well if they mm-hmm. get to sort of man the toy or uh, guide it, you know. And um, and uh, I don't see anything wrong with. I mean, using it on your clitoris while he's penetrating you. I mean, that feels amazing. Again, yeah. it's that doesn't need to always happen. And yeah. sometimes I love sex without it, too, because I love seeing the man get me off as well. Right. Yeah. And I know I mean, I I only share this just because every person is so different. Right. And I know for me and this is a I don't know if this is a prejudice or just an experience. Time will tell. But my hesitation or resistance um two toys has been that I feel like like I'm such a connection monger and I feel like the toy for me is a is a literally this like you know non-organic physical like thing that sort of can get in the way sometimes of of me connecting and um I don't know so I guess in terms of in when interacting with with this girl's partner I don't know maybe maybe like there's room to explore what really like if it's I don't know. Fun I like for how, him? Well, fun for him, or but also if it's getting in the way with you and your partner, or or yeah, I mean, but yeah, you need to explore with your partner and see how it's gonna. Well, maybe bring the, the three of you together. <laughs> well, maybe this is a fun challenge, which is what about masturbating in front of your partner for him? Show him what yeah. you do with it. Yeah, you know, and and make it a game of like I want to show you how I make myself come. Yeah. And I mean that in a seductive way. And I've had men want that as well. And it's like, it's yes. fun. Yeah. And I think this is great for um, what you're saying. AT is great for uh, finding new explorations within your sexuality with your partner. But I, I will, I do also feel like it does sound like there's just some sensory overstimulation happening and it's just a physical. You are right. Part that- of it is a physical thing of just, just abstain for a little while and then maybe come back and. Right. Or I feel like, you know, enjoy the high a little bit and then and then come off of it when you're not, you know, I don't know. I feel like the addiction passes. I might be wrong, though. You're right. (sighs) 
some decisions are, to be made, but like, I think try. Yeah. Yeah. Those but are you're not broken. Range. It'll go back to normal if you, you know. Yeah. I guess totally I'm encouraging growth it. in the dynamic with the partner in addition to the toy, like, like just dynamism. And I'm going, right. well, if she can have, if she can ejaculate and she can have multiple orgasm with these toys, she can do that with her partner as well. So without it, a toy. Yeah. Yes, both. Yeah. Uh, he probably he should you know it's something yeah, to do with I, the fingers I, and the way that you, you right. Know, but I but I guess I'm also the <laughs> the membrane uh, on the front wall. Right. But I guess I'm also, and I agree with you. I'm just also saying there may also be the sensory thing too, where yes, you can maybe she can maybe get to the point where she can have these multiple orgasms with her partner without a toy. However, she may need to bring her body back down to a more baseline level. Where so that that's possible right now she's in this inert stage you know where you've been using your vibrator too much and it's like a hand feels like nothing right you know you know that's what it sounds like yes yeah there's two approaches I know both right I think it is both I I just right I'm just bringing in that thing of like cool like you were orgasming with your partner regularly maybe it was a clitoral orgasm or like a you know one type of orgasm and um and and they've technically defined four types of orgasms for women which is like the clitoral and the internal then the like seesaw orgasm which is like both at the same time and then just the i forget what the other one is there's like a cervical orgasm they talk about the uh, very very mythical cervical orgasm yeah there's like one yeah so the point being that i just see it as like keep growing Keep learning more. Don't just say, great, I've got this new sex toy. I guess my partner is no longer fulfilling me. It's like, well, that's not it. It's just you've discovered something new and maybe you need to bring him to your level as well. And that doesn't mean like, hey, get me off with my toy only. It's like, hey, let's play with the toy. Let's play with um, other maneuvers and, you Mm -hmm. know, and yeah, different stimulations. Mm-hmm. Let's play with foreplay. And also get familiar with your body. And if you feel like you're becoming desensitized, then you know that that's your cue and you back off. And yeah, for T, that doesn't for happen. For me, it does happen. For you, for everybody else, it's your own threshold. And you just have to uh, be aware. Yeah, maybe take a pole dancing class. <laughs> <laughs> to tap into your sensuality. I was very surprised I, how much always, I enjoyed I'm, it. There, there's always room to tap into sensuality. All right, we're taking a mini break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, consent. When is she just, when is she playing? And when does she just mean no? And uh, um, if you have questions yourself, please email us at advice at tatalksex.com and uh, join the conversation on social media. We love Instagram at tatalksex. And uh, we'll be back. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Yeah. 100th episode. Woohoo. Okay. Uh, yeah. Latest. Uh, <laughs> joking. Latest question. Okay. Lots of discussion in the news about consent. Wanted your take on softcore submission now on Showtime. So there's a TV show called Submission on Showtime. Uh, it's been talked up in some reviews. So I watched a couple episodes. In episode two, around 18 minutes and 12 seconds, I heard a distinct no, yet action proceeds. What do you think? Should we be having more dialogue about these examples? Have you pushed or been pushed past a first reaction? I have. 
Okay, yeah. wait. Can I? Yes. Say, yes. 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 And yes. And I yeah. love it. But don't rate me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and sometimes I didn't love it. Uh, I wanted to say I did watch the episode specifically. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I'm so what happened? Honest. I don't love the show. It's okay. You don't is have that, to like the show. Uh, <laughs> um, there is lots of it is a soft core show. There's like tons of sex. Right. And um, some of it's poorly acted. Some is better than others. Uh, but there's a scene between, I guess, co-workers at a, from a cafe and they uh are on a sofa like chit-chatting and having fun and being flirty and then he tries I think she's oh she says guys today like are so you know like feminine like they don't take the charge you know they're not you know manly enough anymore and then he's like oh they're not you know and then like and he you know leans in for the kiss and takes that kiss and then she goes oh no I we've been drinking beers and I mean you know she's like oh no yeah and he's like why yeah why not she goes I've been drinking a lot and you've been drinking and Oh, you know, and I and I can't now. I think, and then he kisses her again, but she kind of like laughs and then kisses him back, and the, you know, and he and he leans down onto the sofa and she falls back, and you know, and they go for it. Right. So it was interesting because I didn't feel that in that clip she's not resisting. I think she sort of playfully feels shy or is is nervous so she's like oh no i don't know is that a good idea Mm -hmm. like like, and they don't seem so drunk that they're not coherent like Mm -hmm. like she's flirting i it did actually give passed out on the ground right it right (laughs) that per the news um (laughs) uh i think it gave me a little discomfort because that is an issue in our culture of like is she too drunk to make that call um but uh, but this this episode did not show any lack of coherence. Um, right. They both had been drinking some, and and they both seemed flirtatious and joyous about it. Which brings us to this topic, which I think there is a lot of nuance that's actually happening in body language and um, and conversation. And I also think uh, there's. I was going to say something about the that scene and kind of the the her like saying no but being flirtatious sure i mean look i I think we're if we try to like take that flirtatious no no and that sort of even if it's nonverbal, um if we try to take that out of the whole courtship and flirtation process it's i think we're going to be left with a pretty sterile kind of sexual uh, would you like to lay in bed with me like yes I mean, I hear yeah, that can be the no, but I need you to say yes, oh. and I, I don't know. I'm like, so you're right in that I, this is going to happen, you know? Where like, well, okay, so you, we, you and I both have stories of like where we've been like, no, no, and then uh-huh. we get taken and we love it, and that's yeah. what we were really gearing for, yeah. you know? We were playing the, we were playing that role, and it was fun. And um, well, can I say this? But I, I can see how for a guy that could get confusing if you're trying to be really respectful. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, do you want me to tell my story? Or you go ahead. I do. Well, I, I wanted to note just the beer thing. I think that made me uncomfortable, like I said already, but yeah. uh, only because I think that that is such a sensitive subject right now. And you're like, did she? Was she? Um, but, but I think there's a big difference between a flirtatious no and yeah. a no. Right. Like, oh, get sure. away from me. And so I think it's and it really is up to the girl to be like, well, I wanted to share that once I flirty. No I, or I no, heard. No. I had heard that being high during sex, like on marijuana, is amazing. Could, right, it's amazing. I've done it twice. <laughs> well, exactly. Only so twice. At the time, I'm afraid of getting addicted. I was coming home from work, and I was meeting my boyfriend at the time, and I, uh, and I, and someone offered me a joint, and I was like, 
I was like, I could get high and then have sex with him. And I don't with want your him, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want him to get high because maybe he won't function as well. Right. So I'll just have a few puffs and go and try and have sex with him. And it, basically, I like get in the car with him and he's like, oh, my God, are you high? And I was like, yeah, but it's fine. And like, I'm trying to like be flirty. And he's like, I'm not having sex with you. What? Yeah. And Why? he would not have sex with me. He's your boyfriend, right? I know, like but, a committed boyfriend. Yes. Like, it's not like. Yes. Yes. But this is but this is this is the I, foreigner, right? No. Oh. No, he's American. He was American. He was um I guess his family like African lineage but like what you know went to the school in San Francisco and then and then <sighs> New York, you know. That's just uptight. Yes, uptight, but I I felt that maybe there was this little seed of, you know, I'm not taking advantage of you. Right. And you're not coherent like I, I maybe he just maybe he just felt like it was unfair and he wanted to be high too or you know what I mean like I like, think it's a little extreme it, because I, and well, also, maybe he wanted my focus he, and I wasn't maybe you know or maybe connecting. he didn't understand how joyful the experience can be that it's not about I feel like he'd smoked pot in the past anyway I you know but I just thought it was a funny moment Weird. of yeah it was like, like a control thing I it was feel. I think yeah. it is and it was like I don't feel like we're on equal footing so I'm not doing it but I feel like that ties into this topic a little bit of like my face i know (laughs) i know i thought it was a funny story but it like ties into this idea of like are you consenting because you're high you know i don't know um oh come on but i mean it's one thing if like i've never met you and i'm high at the bar and i'm like let's Am I cons- Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. You're, you're not that. Look, you're under the influence, up. okay? Not, like, I'm yeah. still, like, functioning, and, you know, right, the choice wasn't. is a choice. You can't, like. I mean, I actually had a premeditated thought. I was like, exactly. I'm going to puff this so I can have sex. <laughs> or, so that's, like, double consent. I know. I, it was a tragic failed attempt. Uh, so then I learned to, you know, communicate that that's the intention and do it together. <laughs> um, and then it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but consent. Yes. Back to kind of more nuanced incidents. Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny because I had this experience last night actually with a guy um, who, yeah, I mean, it was like wh- where he's, um, he's, he's, you know, holding my head and, and um, I, like, I wasn't going to be having sex with him. We were just sort of, you know, light playing around and, but we weren't going to have sex. We both knew. He knew that I wasn't going to be having sex with him. But um, but he was holding my head and trying to get me to kiss or do this or that. And I and I was resistant. Pushing the boundaries a little. He was pushing the boundaries you. a little. Yeah, trying seduce, to seduce me. Yeah. And it was erotic that like his hands were, you know, in a control way, like, a, like, you know, like directing my neck or whatever. And it was arousing and I let myself be aroused and it was fun and I liked it. And then, you know, and then I pull away and then he pulls me toward him. And, and then, um, but then I'm also, that's the point where I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I for sure don't want this to go any further. So I need to give a more direct signal just to make sure he gets it. This was all like in a nanosecond and super right. We're breaking, we're super breaking it down, super breaking it down. Right. And so, and so I resist again, but a little bit in a, with a little bit different tone physically and he got it. Like you tightened up a little. I didn't. I, um, I just pulled back a little bit further. I made it a little bit longer of a break in of like physical connection of like a the subtext being mm, I don't no. want to proceed like don't like I'm playing don't proceed you know and yeah. he and he got it and that and that and I was waiting like subcon- subcon- I don't know how subconscious it is since I'm conscious of it but <laughs> in the back of my mind um, sort of instinctively I'm waiting to see if he gets that response and I'm on a little bit of alert 
to make sure that he does get it. But he got it and it was fine. And I'm like, okay, we're good, you know? Mm -hmm. But if he didn't get that, and for whatever reason, just because he just was absorbed in stuff or didn't get the clue or whatever, then I would have had to use my words and step back and be like, no, this isn't going that way. So it's... Right. It is nuanced, but... Right. I'm... Well, I'm surprised at... I feel like conversations I've had with men who sort of maybe uh, aren't as sensitive to those clues. And I, I feel mm-hmm. like the body language is saying a lot, actually, mm-hmm. um, often. And I think that if there is resistance or she's not leaning into you or, you know, yeah, buddying up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I feel like I've had moments where I see the guy will make some sort of subtle physical gesture, like he'll brush his finger along my knee or something, or he, right, even like the lower back. And I'll, I'll, yeah, I mean, I step aside a little, or I kind of, I seize up a little. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it was really unwelcome. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. And Versus like, did she reciprocate at all? You know, like, might I brush back or might I lean in a little right. or, you know, yeah, I, I feel like I'm giving body language cues. All the Clues, time. yeah, all the time. That said, one of the stories I got, I got from a guy was, well, there were two different stories. One was uh, he and his girlfriend, um, he feels like, you know, she he wants to kind of play with her more, but she basically said, I like it when you take control. I want you to take control. But he's like, okay, but you said you don't like X, Y, Z. How do I know how to approach, you know? And, and so he almost feels like he, he doesn't have complete consent to take control. Right, because um, in order to take control, he's like doing what he wants to do. Right. right. But he can't do X, Y, or Z. So it's just yeah, so makes it, you have to think about it. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, buzzkill. But <laughs> the other story, the other story was essentially a first time connect hookup and um and that she had kind of brushed him away. She said, oh, no. And, you know, but in that play, that kind of flirty, but, you know, demure, like, no, thank you. No. And like she brushed him away and then maybe tried again. And she kind of was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And moved his hand away. And then... um. And then I think he took that as a cue that she wasn't interested. Hmm. And he said that then she messaged him, you know, a few days like, later. What happened? Yeah. And said, I haven't heard from you. Like, I thought that you liked, you know, me and we were having a thing. And he said, I got the hint. You didn't want anything. Yeah. And she said, oh, no, I was playing. I wanted I wanted you to be the aggressor. Now, I think that's where we start getting uh, that gray area of consent confusion. Can I? Well, I've, Let me just jump in and say real quick that, um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like from my perspective, it's like um, as a guy or, yeah, because I'm heterosexual, so I'm going to speak in the language I know. But as so as the guy, it's like it's like I feel like it's it's welcome to have and, and yes, welcome is the right word. It's welcome to have him push and like encourage and push and probe and probe and it is a matter of really you really just have to really listen but I I think that I don't think the answer is to not push and probe at all like I don't think that's right. a solution I feel like you said one one too many probes and that like where you're like probe and probe well and probe. no okay, I'm like the third one no, makes no, no. me go oh well, god no, but, I, I but it depends no. on what the girl is doing if the girl's yeah. like no and then you probe again she's like no and then you probe again and she's <laughs> like no, but maybe, okay. yeah, maybe try on, a different move. And right, see how she but because the, the, it's true that just like that video that's going around about consent, that's a cup of tea. Like you can change your mind about when you want a cup of tea at any point in Ooh, time. Good point. Okay. So, so yeah, like something could change in your mind or you're, you can go from tipsy to sober in a minute, you know, uh-huh. and you just change your mind. And, but at that point, then it's like, you know, you're, but the girl's not going to be like, no, no, it's going to be like, 
no, no I, I don't, I don't I, please yeah, stop. I'm not right yeah yeah I so, feel like there's very different tonalities of no like no no <laughs> versus ah, no you know right like yeah, the and, I think, and I would say like if there's if for the guys if there's ever a question right if then maybe then, then back off uh, you don't have to like run away like this other guy this other friend of yours t had done but mm. but you can back off give it some space go back to conversation and just see where the re- where flirtation where the energy lies you know right. just back off the physicality in that moment it, you don't have to totally abandon the seduction and the sensuality but you that brought up two stories for me can I say sure so uh one is the um, I, I just feel like th- I've thought a lot about it. And I, I do feel like you're right. Talking in gender binaries, man, woman, these roles of whoever's sort of the Adapted aggressor for. Yes. The aggressor and the and the kind of receiver. Receptive, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do feel like as the female or the woman, I I feel I'm actually often setting the stage mm-hmm. for the man to act. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, I've created a space or clues or and all these things that sort of allow him to make that move well to lean in and kiss me to you know kiss my neck whatever i mean that's what the feminine is in that way you were the receptacle right we are the uterus (laughs) we're the cervix but if you look at nature like the feminine is that you are creating that physical receptacle for the man to come in Right, but so I, I always, I like this sort of theatrical idea of like, I've put the set, set pieces the here. Yeah, I've like set the pieces. I've even done a little role playing with you of like, <laughs> you know, leading you into this, like, a, you know, the room with the, you know, chase lounge and, yeah. you know, and now make the move. You know, I mean, right. this is, okay. I'm Like, I have, take me? Yeah, I have right. a couple <laughs> stories. I, I'm, I'm like running on, but one of them was, I, and you know this one, I, I, my like crush forever. And I basically, oh, yeah. I was too shy God. to even <laughs> tell him I was like coming over. So my friend grabs the phone, writes, hey, what are you doing now? And this was recently, right? This was like two years ago now. Okay, right. So no, you're, yeah, two you, years ago. <laughs> I know. So I'm, I'm still emotionally retarded in that way, surprisingly. <laughs> I know. It's like I talk about sex, but then I get, I get like a I little know, squeamish girl. So cute. Oh, God. Oh, it's so like upsetting. <laughs> like to flirtatiously text, I get overwhelmed. Uh, I get so nervous. Okay, so. It's true, you do. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so you're fr- just like, in high- so your friend texted him for you. Yes, and writes, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm at my friends, you know, and, and, and she's like, well, I want to, you know, let, let can I come over? And he's like, to my friends or my place? And my, I think my friend wrote whatever <laughs> or something. Yeah, oh she's just God. like, yeah, whatever. And, uh, and uh, so he's like, okay, meet me at mine. I get there. I go in. I didn't get what I like to call the heart hug. So I felt insecure. Like we hugged at the door and I was like, oh, he was kind of tepid. Anyway, he gets me wine. I know. Well, that's what it turned out to be. But he gets me wine. And then I sit there for like hours listening to him talk. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's like midnight. Why is he not making a move? I think that's because you were being too nervous. Like you hadn't maybe, but I set the stage. Well, you thought you set the stage. uh, Yeah. So apparently I did. I didn't, you know, I missed a few cues. But look, so it goes on both sides, right? Women and men feel like they both have that anxiety. I'm like, oh, I set the stage. I'm like, oh, I can't be the. I'm not going to make the move. How overt. I I felt like I was already being rejected. Yeah. And then only through like an honest text message. (laughs) The next day, did we like clarify that he was like, I didn't know your intention. Like, anyway. Okay. So so to nip all this drama in the bud. Yes. (laughs) When you're in these situations. Well, honesty is always best yeah if you have the gumption in that moment i didn't have but gumption. i followed up with it right yeah yeah of course i mean you know call call it 
almost like call the cards at the you know you're playing a poker game you're gonna yeah, call, call but it, it yeah and it can be hot too it doesn't have to be like look what you know yes or no I'm it's getting like, a weird vibe here are you so... gonna fuck me or not <laughs> yeah that's Don't not say a turn that. on that's not a turn on for the guy or the girl you know no. what i mean no no but i liked your point a about you know if you're getting an uncertainty vibe easing up and just mm-hmm. being like well we've we've got Right. Got There's a, no you know, rush. We've got right. the evening. I'm right. not right. You know, we've got another hour. I'm going to I'm going to chill. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'll come Put back some in. music on or just have conversation. Right. Or- and I, I also liked your point about um, seduction because so the story that came to mind when you were just talking about that is I was driving a young man home um, from a party and he was very cute. And I think at the party at some point I I mean, several guys were hitting on me. It was fun. That's <laughs> but pretty I, usual. Yeah, well, I'm, and I'm like sitting there and, I was, and he's standing nearby and I was like, oh, rub my head. So he's like rubbing my hair, you know, at, at the party. So And she's purring. Right, you know. <laughs> so, right. Everyone's like, oh. What's going on? So she takes him home. <laughs> no, at this point, I think I'm just dropping him off, oh, to be okay, honest. Okay, okay. I was so like, oh, he's cute. We'll reconnect, right? Like maybe right. we go on a date. But like, yeah, you know, it doesn't need to happen tonight. And, um... But he, I don't know if he, he leaned, he kissed me. He kind of, before getting out, was like, or I think he was like, come in, you know, do you want to come in? I'm like, no, 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 I'm not coming in. And then he's like, and then he kind of dove in for this kiss. And it was a magical kiss, actually. Mm-hmm. And you could say, like, a kiss isn't going to offend me, mm-hmm. necessarily. I think I'd already, okay, let me say this. I've already well, you'd expressed already, I'm attracted to Right, him. you'd already had a... A flirtation, yeah. Let me say it's not and, it's not a and cold a physical turkey intimacy kiss. of... Right. So I've the sort vibes of, were there. Right. Yeah. I've given him these clues. You've set the stage. Pretty clear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I wasn't ready to go in. That said, he gave me, you know, he gave me this really passionate kiss. And then he sort of, then we started talking. We mm-hmm. like conversed in the car a bit. And then he's like, are you, you're not going to come. Are you sure you're not going to come in? And I was like, no, no, no. And then I was like, wait a minute. You know, I was like, Ooh, okay, well, kiss okay. me again. You know, and then it was like this build up foreplay of like, okay, kiss me. You know? And I think at some point he was like, okay. Are we, is it happening or not? Why don't we go inside? And I was like, ah. and it kind of was this little dance for a little while in the car, but I, I needed that. You want, you needed the build up, the seduction, the yeah. build up, kind of the reassurance that he was a good lover. To sure. be honest, I feel like yeah. no one talks. It's not like I'm consciously going, I need to know you're a good lover, but, but that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking for. Is it worth my these, time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest for these clues that he's going to be passionate and focused on me and like that he's really desiring me, you know, and, and he did. Show that I got really exciting. It was fun in the car, and then I was like, "Okay, yeah, we should go inside." Right, and I yeah. did right, and so that was an evolution of me saying no to yes, but it never felt like coercion from him. Right, right. It wasn't like I was so clearly anti the well, idea. You were also in control of it in the sense that you were like, I was you the were driver, requ- right, and you were requesting perm- like you you were testing the waters again and again right and so right I was in a way yes like I wasn't like okay get out of the car I had this one thought about when a girl is saying no Mm -hmm. and she kind of is doing the hand brush away thing saying no no Mm -hmm. uh, or even you know the story of me in the car Mm -hmm. I I think it might be tied to it's not her actually saying no stop the foreplay right or no I don't want to have sex with you it's actually um, no, don't progress to that stage yet. I want you to finish this other foreplay or I need more warm up. 
to I get totally me to this next agree. level because it's like it's like no I'm interested in you and I want to go down this road but there's like this little bit of hesitation in you as yeah. a, for me as a girl going through this experience and it's like I'm just not I don't know I don't know I just I don't know I don't know and there's this I don't know thing yeah but, but you're right it is this it's like I need buttering up yeah the I don't know is you haven't like made my siren I, go off yet. right right so it and you're it, close to making my siren go so off but I'm keep not seducing yeah, yeah. Like, well I don't know you know and then if you keep seducing and you're being and you are seducing me and it's working then like it transforms not because I'm weak willed or anything it's just because I'm yeah you're right it's like I'm finally getting ready for you yeah I feel like just now I kind of hatched that in my brain of like yeah. oh that's what I'm doing yes <laughs> like it's a relief to now be able to identify that we're like we're co- we're coercing you into seducing us yeah yeah no totally and I and actually I, I an example came to mind of a guy I you know met at a party and I was like no it's not gonna happen I don't want to you know hook up right away but then he sort of warmed me up and then I and then I was like well this is fun but you know he went to take my top down or like you know play with my breasts and I was like, mm. like too soon too, yeah, soon too soon and I so then I kind of like pulled it back up and was like mm, yeah because you know what it feels like yet. when you go too fast for me as a girl as a woman like when I when it goes too fast it makes me feel like I'm crossing a boundary within myself that makes me feel it's like it's bad not bad like wrong but it's just like it's something's well, not right here like I'm, I'm outside of my comfort zone yeah yeah know? and, and that made, that's like a little bit not dangerous but I don't like to have sexual interactions outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, but you're right that it's interesting that you call it outside of the comfort zone because I think... Because I'm not warmed up yet. Yeah, it's that's too what I'm soon. saying. It's like... Well, well, and it feels like I'm not actually getting to enjoy it. It's like, right, and so it also, I'm here for you. I'm Right, exactly. So my, yeah, it, tur- it, adju- it turns me into an object then because it's not for my pleasure because you're not listening to my cues. Yeah. You know? Right. It's more about you getting what you want and that puts me on the defense. Right. Which is... This is brilliant. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. God. Oh, it feels so good to have that release of like, that's why I'm sort of doing the cutesy no, no. That's the under, what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, The cutesy no, no is like rub my hair, kiss my neck, like really get me hot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my, right. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that comes to mind, too, with this whole consent thing, it's like, well, not only consent, but just in reading body language in general um, and um, is that I feel like my sense is that it's just people being too mental, like we can process information like analytically through our brains and then there's also I feel because I I use this all the time in massage and everything but there's also through your gut and your instinct and your intuition and reading body cues yeah you can read all those articles and it's an analytical thing and you can break it down but really the fast way to do it is to really develop that sensitivity in your gut and your instinct because that's where you're going to get all these like other cues from from her from community from people's communication it's like using a different brain um, so I would recommend doing exercises to really develop that sensitivity. It's also going to make you more sensual. And um, what are exercises people can do? Uh, well, honestly, meditation, attention training, but even um, um, focusing on beauty, turning your attention to beauty. I think beauty in nature, um, beauty in music. I would suggest classical music, though, things that are more um, natural. Well, nuanced, yeah. Uh, oh, like real instruments. Right. Yeah. Real instruments with vibration. It's not vibration. electro. Uh-huh. Um, and also there's a rhythm in classical music that is, um, there's all this talk about how it's Closer into to the, seduction? Uh, um, it's like a certain pattern of it mathematically that is um, more linked to nature and like 
Mm. I don't know. I have to, I have to look up how to, to write, how to actually describe this. But, um, so that's what I would suggest, like really, um, attuning yourself to beauty and, um, vibration. Yeah. Well, I think yes, yes. And that allows you to read your partner, especially women who I think women are often speaking in body language. This mm-hmm. might even tap into a little bit of like gender differences. And maybe a guy's like, well, I took her to dinner and she was laughing and smiling and she was into me. I mean, she was, she was, you know, you know, but that might not mean she wants to sleep with you that night or right. at that moment, or she likes you, but you haven't shown that you're a good lover. How do you do that? I mean, I find the way how you show her is that you're attentive, you're paying attention in a physical way, which is picking up on those cues and not pushing too much, but very sweetly affectionate in a way. You know, I feel like these things. It's very nuanced. And uh, thanks to my career in the uh, industry, I've become a master at (laughs) reading these nonverbal cues. Um, I think I just get a, a kick out of it. So I've always been focused on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I would recommend and not to analyze. I mean, th- well, this- actually, even dance lessons. Sure. Yeah. Can be a real um, education and physical cues. Yes. And it's also um, developing that muscle that like where you have to get out of your head to go to release your body into the flow of the rhythm of the music. And it's n- not an analytical process. So right. you're right. Dance would help too. Which would allow even you to- iPod dancing in your living room if you really yeah, aren't ready to, to go to class. <laughs> but the class is a partner that you're literally feel, you can feel when they resist or don't know how to move next mm-hmm. or don't like what you're doing, right? Like all these things. And honestly, because I dance Argentine tango, tango is really great for that because you're not watching each other because you're, you're, the embrace the is so close, close for close embrace tango. Um, salsa, you can look at each other and you can get more mentally involved. Um, but tango for sure is great for that. Yeah. Anyway, that's my suggestion. <laughs> no, I think it's great. Uh, you know, so I think c- consent can be nebulous, Nebu- yeah. but not at the same time if right. you kind if you- of take all these things into account. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, I think that's <laughs> it for, for today. That's our Ask TNA episode. That is it. Um, so we do the Ask TNA episodes at the end of every month right now. So if you have a question, go ahead and email us at advice at tatalksex.com. And um, uh, if you want to join the conversation with us on social media, we're at tatalksex everywhere. On Instagram. Yeah. We like Instagram, but we everywhere. Uh-huh. And happy 100th, everybody. I know. Yay. Uh, yeah. Thank and, you for uh, listening. Yes, <laughs> thanks for listening. And we look forward to bringing you more shows and great content. Yeah, down continue the road. on into the horizon. Yeah. Episode 200, here we come. Woo! You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.